Do you have a website? Wait, but does it have potential? Does it even matter in the grand scheme of things? Join us with our very special expert guest as she gives us all the tips and tricks to get our websites to work for us. Let's go. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Hey there, before we get into today's episode, I know that you've been struggling with the confidence to start that online business, you know, that ministry that God has placed on your heart. You want to do it without feeling overwhelmed, frustrated. You may fear that you don't have the experience, the time, the tech skills, or the know-how. I hear you. I was there too. I'm Rain, and I run Boss Brand Academy an all-in-one program that will get you to launch that online business in 90 days or less by using your personality. I'm going to actually give you the knowledge in a go-at-your-own-pace course. I'm going to give you your time back by having direct access to our community. I'm going to give you the tech by providing you a website and email setup. I am going to give you the experience by using my business degrees and the fact that I've already helped hundreds of women start online businesses. This is the only all-in-one business-in-a-box faith-led service. You will never find another one like it. So if you are ready to do this thing all in God's way, there are only 10 spots for the next round. 10 spots. So what you're going to do right now is head over to cupsofcoco.com slash boss brand academy. Get registered right now. And I know I'll see you really soon. Let's get you to where you want to be. We have another very special guest today. We have Nadia with us. She is a brand and web designer. How are you, Nadia? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me in Like Loser. And congratulations because I saw your post the other day and you're having a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You're the first person who like actually said that publicly. I haven't really <laughs> talked about it that much, but thank you. I appreciate it. I so appreciate yeah. you. Thank, and thank you again also for being here with us today. So, so tell me. First off, let's start with, tell me a little bit about yourself so everyone gets to know you a little bit better. Okay, so um, I'm actually based here in the Philippines, and I am working with clients, specifically with coaches and, you know, a couple of service providers to help them build their brand online. So 
I do their their branding, their websites, their their funnels, and it's actually quite a I'd say a, a story because I am actually a graduate of biochemistry here in the Philippines, and I am a licensed chemist. So basically, I do like I formulate stuff. So mm-hmm. I formulate products and I've done research on tuberculosis, the nerdy things. Wow. So yeah. And then the pandemic happened and um, you know everything has changed. But I'm so grateful because before the pandemic, before I actually uh, graduated from college, I am doing a little bit of art stuff. So I founded an organization in my university. Uh, it's a theater organization, and then prior to that, I when I was young, I'm really into arts. Like I remember me and my father, we are actually using old watercolors and we mix it together to to form a number of colors. So so I've done a few arts since childhood, and then I'm thinking about it. It prepared me several years after, and that's when the pandemic. So, yeah, I've shifted, and now I'm now in actually year four, I guess, of the career, going to year four, and I'm pretty happy with the impact that I have been doing for my, my coaches and teachers for my years. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Wow. I didn't know all that. <laughs> but <laughs> that's awesome. And I guess it, it, it's a, it's still a smooth transition, though, because you're interested in how things work, plus you're also interested in the art aspect. So I think it makes sense why you chose this, right? So Yeah, actually, uh, my bosses from the cosmetics company, the local mm-hmm. cosmetics company, mm-hmm. I was saying, um, they're actually, I'm in product development. So aside from, you know, the formulation aspect, I didn't do the formulation then, but mm-hmm. after I resigned, I did it with the formulation but then they taught me about how businesses go like the branding aspect of the business and costing and all of that to develop great products and that thing is the missing piece for the art aspect that i have since i was now Mm. so it's like the lord is preparing me for this thing absolutely yeah that's true the whole time yeah that's right So what I wanted to jump into is let's talk about websites and branding and do visuals matter? Because there are some people who say that it doesn't matter as much as we think it does. And then there's some people who say it's everything. So I do want to get your thoughts on that. For me, visuals matter. But to some extent. Okay. So let me explain it that. Um, if, say for example, you and I are going on a vacation at some unknown place, and then we saw, you know, uh, a spot where this, that's the only spot. But then again, it looks shady. Of course, we're not going to go to that spot, right? We're going to find another spot to, 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 to rest. Mm. Um, and that's the same with visuals. So visuals is like um, an ingredient to help people, the consumers, or um, the, the, the business owners connect with 
the, the, the audience that they do want to reach out to. If their visual looks scammy mm-hmm. or not trustworthy, mm-hmm. it's not really going to work out. Right. But at the same time, if the visuals, so the visual aspect is on point, but it's like a balloon. It looks nice, but it's just full of air. It doesn't have you know the copywriting aspect mm-hmm. tied together. The brand messaging isn't really on point. It's just generic brand messaging. It's still not going to work. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like, one of the wheels of a car. The car is not gonna run if it lacks the last wheel at the end. Or mm-hmm. So that's my take on that. I still believe that um, you cannot take the importance of visuals in in this world, especially today when mm-hmm. people are actually absorbing things visually and auditory via uh, hearing on social media. Um, and the function as well, like you cannot really have a website that doesn't really do its job for you. So it's like a balance there. Uh, mm. That's that's my take on that. I absolutely, I can see exactly what you're saying. I for myself, I know that I'm very visual, but I I know if I go to a website, if I if it just looks anything weird to me like how it's not supposed to look i immediately (laughs) click away like i'm not i'm not even going to try to get to the bottom of the page like i'm immediately coming off so obviously visuals do matter but i do like that you said that there's a balance there it's not just the visuals and i think that's probably where a lot of us you know get off like go astray is where we think it's just the visuals that matter but like you said, it's a balance, right? Yeah, it's a balance. Yes, um, and there are websites that look like they look regular, mm-hmm. but you know the antivirus pops up. So that's the the other like the other end of it. It looks yeah. normal, yeah. but your protection, your security pops up. So it's like mm-hmm. visuals can be used. Mm-hmm. on the other end of the spectrum. So I feel like there's a certain weight to the visuals that some people often disregard just because they feel like something is functioning. And that's not mm-hmm. not the right thing to do. Right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So since, since we talked about it being, we understand that it has to be uh, a balance, I think that leads into the next question. If we know that, how how are our websites an extension of our brand? Yeah, that's a, a really nice question. Um, so when we create brands, we have what we call the, the brand strategy, right? So that's the internal brand. That's the mission and the vision and all the other things that affect the rest of the brand. And then we do have the brand expression, which is the brand voice, the brand, um, the visual brand, like this, the logo suite and colors and typography. But lastly, we do have the brand expression, and that's where the websites come in. Mm-hmm. So it allows you to connect with your audience seamlessly, and it allows them to actually um, perceive you in a way that's outside of social media. Mm-hmm. So it's like if your website is doing all the right things, like it functions as um, a, a nurture machine. Hmm. Say, for example, if 
it um sort of leads your audience down to the purchasing path, then it's a form of brand expression. And that's why I really do believe that websites are an extension of everyone's brand. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I definitely can see that now. I didn't, I probably, when I was first starting, I didn't understand, but I think also as you grow, you start to figure out like not only how you want to look, but the tone and how you want people to feel when they visit your brand and all of that thing. Again, it's a balance. Like all of those things are important. So basically you can't just slap up anything on there and call it a day. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I was also starting out. Is like I feel like that's I feel I feel that they see that something is good, mm-hmm. but at the same time, as you grow, you see different facets yeah. of these things that some of the people often neglect. Right, and I feel like that's uh, that's a waste of time and money because mm-hmm. they're not maximizing these aspects. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I also think that we also have to give ourselves grace because like what I just said, like it's something that I learned along the way. My The website that I had in the beginning is nothing like what I have now, which you provided for me, by the way, guys. Um, but but it's nothing like what I have now, which is an amazing website. But I understand I'm more aware of my audience and how I, again, how I want them to feel, how I want them um, to connect with me how I want to nurture, like I'm more aware of those things. And I couldn't get there if I if I didn't try and have a website in the first place, like the first one, the first try, even if it might have been messy and, you know, it wouldn't look the best. But, you know, we have to put some action there. So I we still yeah. have to give ourselves grace because it does That's take, true. <laughs> take some guts. <laughs> Yeah, it takes some time. It, it, it takes guts to put yourself out there and take the first step. Yes. I feel like a lot of people wanted to be at level 100 already. Right. Even if they haven't experienced the, the prerequisites of level 100. Because right. if you jump from one level to another, you're still going to slide back a bit because you're not ready for mm-hmm. these things, I feel mm-hmm. like. So, yeah. Um, feel like it's a process and we just have to trust that yeah it's a process everything's a process but uh, since we have Nadia here let's talk about the mistakes business owners can make in terms of creating an online presence so out of the gate at least you guys get some help so let's talk about that actually I was um so a quick backstory my coach is actually pushing us so I've been holding a coach and I know that the importance of having a coach. So I had a, co- a coach and we're still working together and she's pushing us to work on our online presence. Mm-hmm. So a few mistakes that I've noticed is, well, let's focus on number one. A lot of people are actually focusing on social media. Like I remember there's this, um, not only really a survey, but I, if I remember it right, a lot of people are relying on social media as their means to be visible online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just one thing. Right. They can be leveraging other leads as well, mm-hmm. which can be the most comfortable lead for them. Mm-hmm. The reason why people aren't visible on social media as much as they want to is because mm-hmm. it's not it's not a good fit for them. Whereas right. there are other things that could help them be visible online, such as their website. 
Mm-hmm. So, for example, if they're working on their blogging, on their mm-hmm. SEO, people are gonna see them without it. Well, it's gonna take time, of course, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's a way to be visible online. And if people see their blogs, by the way, it's building credibility. So it's like two two birds in one stone, right? Mm-hmm. Online visibility and credibility. Mm-hmm. Next. Um, Thing that I see um, for uh, well, a mistake of, of some people um, when it comes to online visibility is that they try to be like other people. Mm-hmm. So I see that um, I don't know, but well, I you know I look for the people that I serve or I could serve, and they they sound the same. I don't know if if it's just an algorithm. <laughs> Or they sound, they just sound the same. Like um, some people say that they could, you know, use the same words like the the cuss words that they've been using in real mm. life in their posts. The thing is, they sound the same, mm. and they don't really express themselves um, online. I feel like if they are authentic, like the most authentic wrong person that they could be, despite you know the the on I wouldn't say not beautiful but the things that they find ugly about themselves. Um people will still gravitate to them because the raw being raw and authentic means there's something that these people could relate to. And that's gonna build trust and eventually it's gonna you know when there's like and trust and of course if people know you that leads to sales so that is something that i feel like a lot of people should practice those are the two things that, that um, came to mind when, okay. when, when uh, i heard I, and i and i wanted to say that it's so interesting that you're talking about those things because those things are exactly what the girls my girls who are, who are listening right now worry about the most so i'm glad that you mentioned that because as uh, as introverts, uh, we worry about like we have this thought that we have to be on social media, right? We have to be showing our face all the time, or we have to be doing a certain certain way to get visible. And you just told us like there's so many other different things you can be doing. Focus on SEO. Focus on blogging if if that's your jam, right? Yeah. So, I'm so glad that you say that. And also being authentic. Sometimes we are so afraid of my hair looks out of place, how my voice sounds, all of the things. And again, as girlies that are laid back in the corner, more reserved, it's something that we really worry about. But you really, I'm so glad you mentioned that, those things. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I'm a very reserved introverted. So if you stalk me on social media did not see (laughs) (laughs) but um other ways to you know be more visible is that apart from look the seo and the blogging they could also ask for collaborations between Mm -hmm. absolutely different people Mm -hmm. um i think in the pandemic there are a lot of coaches that collab together with their freebies and then they cross promote Mm -hmm. so they promote to different audiences and then they So I feel like that's also one of the ways that they can be more visible online. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for, for sharing that with us. And I believe I just have one more question for you, for us who have started to formulate that website or already have a website, right? But they want to know or have more tips on how they can increase their website conversion, like how they can get people coming back or how they can get sales, those type of things. Can you share any tips with us? Actually, the first thing that they should be mindful of is the traffic that goes through the site. Yes. So that's really surprising, <laughs> but how can you convert at a higher level if no one's really visiting your site? Very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> we skip that part all the time. So, yes. so that's, that's one of the things that mm -hmm. you should be mindful of. So traffic. How do you drive traffic? Um, through uh, like like what the tip earlier you can mm -hmm. collaborate with other people be a guest on um, a youtube channel um, different different mm -hmm. sorts different things like post on social media have a freebie different things so from there another tip that i i could give these people is that they should be also mindful of of course of this the content and how it looks because people who are turned off with how it looks plus the content like mm -hmm. some people just slather several images and then a form yeah. like it is not still gonna work <laughs> so yes. it, it i've probably to, done that at some point i don't know before the pandemic most likely because i i do have that um other things that i do on the side but those are important things as well. So if it's not, um, what you call that? It's not polished. I'm not saying that you should be polished all the time before you launch or something. Like mm -hmm. do it messy. It's right. okay. Mm -hmm. But if, it's, well, you have to do something to increase the conversions. Mm -hmm. So you you'll get there. But just take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Another thing is that you should know your audience demographic. So the traffic that goes to your site, they could could be people that are not interested. But if you want to have higher conversions, then the people that go there should be the people that are really into you already. Mm -hmm. So if, for example, they see a button and you know that these people love um, to, to, to take action on specific sections of, of your website, like the freebie list, mm -hmm. then they're going to take action and then the, the website conversion is going to go higher. So what I'm saying is that you should know your audience mm -hmm. and know what they want and then put that in your website so that the conversion increases. Mm -hmm. um, another thing is that we should identify the actions that really lead to sales. So there are a few um, tips like don't use submit, use another word for submit, like grab yeah. the, the freebie yeah. or something. Grab Make it, it more, now. Yeah, <laughs> now or something. Um, those are the things that can help with conversions as small as it is, but it makes the website more human. It, mm -hmm. makes, the, it makes it more interactive for these people. And if, for example, they know you, they love you already, and they see these things, it's easy for them to take action. Lastly, I want 
um, you guys also consider how easy for these people to take action. Because if it's hard, like they have to go through several upsells and downsells, I don't think the sale is going to go through. Um, there's a coach, I don't want I can't remember her name, honestly, because I've experienced like five upsells <laughs> from, her, from her $7 document. So that's not the way to go. Um, you should make it easy for your visitors or for your buyers to, to take action on your website because ultimately if they're pissed, they're bored, or they're feeling anything negative, then it's going to decrease the conversion because they're not going to take action. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are the tips. Awesome. Awesome. What I, I, I was taking notes. So what I heard from that to op optimize your website was one, know your audience. Two, humanize, make it personal. Three, look at the data. That's something I often yeah. think we, we miss because I think it, it's obviously going to be different for every brand, yes. right? So you've got to look at the data and see um, what, what's working, where are people yeah. going, all the stuff. So that's an important one. And then make it easy. That's something I've had a previous coach, I believe, tell me as well. Sometimes you don't think about it, the process for someone to check out with you should be super easy and we get it all complicated in our head it should be 5,000 steps because we think that's what's gonna work or we are we're not paying attention I don't know but <laughs> I don't yeah. know. but it's definitely true because if, if it's not easy for me I'm just not buying it so that makes a lot of sense yeah like, I, I remember this so I had a discovery call just yesterday and this person is telling me that if you can do this, like if you type the number and the street address, it's going to auto-populate the entire address. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read on that because that's going to make it easier for people to right. buy. They're not going to type that 20-piece word of address for them to proceed to the next field, right? So mm -hmm. make it easy. Even if it's just a small thing for them, mm -hmm. it's like, it's seamless. It's easy. Right. And it's, and especially if they got triggered with the buy button, <laughs> you're gonna make a sale easily because it's easy for them. Yeah, and those super super easy um, tricks. Some things that are super simple that we may make into more, but there's just like tiny little things that we can do to optimize, which I really really love. So thank you for that. So we want to thank. Naya very much for hanging with us and sharing all of that amazing gems, all that information. And again, like I said, if y'all don't know, Nadia did do my website, so you can check that out too at cupsofcoco.com. But <laughs> she also have provided for us a workbook to help you guys out. And that will be in the show notes. If anyone wants to follow you, Nadia, is there any place that they can go and do that? Yeah, you can follow my Instagram, Hanan Creative. So H A N A N Creatives with an S. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Thank you, Nadia, for hanging out with us. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.
If this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at mycupsofcocoa. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.